welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. I'm curious, as is 708, your most favorite song that we play right now and your least favorite song that we play right now. Who would like to start? I'll go. Uh, not everybody at once. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. They'll I'll be just, rude. They'll just stare at me. I'll go. Usually by now, I can't stop them. Yeah. They're like, I've heard of this. I don't want to be a suck up, but I, I levitating is also mine. Okay. But I feel like I need a B, so the B would be Harry Styles Golden. I like Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. See what happens guys, when you wait and go. Guys, you can have the same favorites. <laughs> it's okay. My least favorite, I hate. I, no, I don't hate saying it. It's fine. Uh, lonely. Oh, my oh! God. Oh, my God. Get out of here. We did not coordinate this. We did not coordinate this. Mine, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, Lonely is is a terrible song. That is it. That that is torture. I mean, there's there's nothing good about Lonely. And anyone is so good, though. That's the other thing. Anyone is such a Uh, good song. Yeah, yeah. of course, Uh. talking about Justin Bieber there. So... All right, so you—it's amazing. So you guys have selected Golden Harry Styles as your—is that what you picked too, Violetta? No. What'd you pick as your favorite? My favorite, Jason Derulo, Savage Love. Savage Love, another good one. Yep. And just to get another one in there, I did have a B, which would be Bang. Yeah, I like Bang if that's still considered current, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and and to prove that I'm not necessarily opposed to slow songs, although it's not really a slow song, but to me, I like Billie Eilish. Therefore, I am too. Mm has like a little That's quiet groove. It's a mid-tempo, yeah. Yeah, I like that one right there. The greatest board game of all time. What would that be? 312-233-1019. Family Game Night, a new show coming to NBC with Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard as game shows continue to be a thing, right? And they say in the pandemic that board games enjoyed a resurgence. People sitting around with nothing else to do going, all right, we've made nine puzzles. <laughs> <sighs> Let's play a board game. Which ones would you suggest? You knew this would eventually get in there. You knew it. Abby? Monopoly. Monopoly. Sure. Greatest board game of all time. Agree? Disagree? A little Which long. Little it's a long. long game. It is a little long. Yeah, I've never finished it. Yeah, it's kind of like I think I bet you a high percentage of people just quit before it's over because you're like, whatever. <laughs> it's really old, but you can't beat it, Michelle. Uh, checkers. Checkers. Oh, uh, I love uh, it. Boom, 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 boom. Uh, yeah, Woody. Sorry. <laughs> oh, it is kind of good. I don't know if I've ever played Sorry. It's so fun it's to fun. knock someone else's piece off. Sorry mm-hmm. when you land on top of them. Agreed. I uh, feel like you I would s- like it. I, I don't think I've ever played it either, though. I feel like I only saw it at other people's houses, but I don't think I ever had really? it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, greatest game of all time, Pat. We play with our five kids. We play catchphrase, and the loser gets uh, gets noogied by everybody. Oh, you so. got noogies at the end. You can't beat that. I've never played catchphrase. I don't think I've played that either. Nor have I. I don't know. Is that like apples to apples? I don't know many board games. Uh, yeah, number three, everybody loves it, Jim. Shoots and ladders. Shoots uh, and ladders. Everybody classic. Yeah. 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 Uh, working your brain a little bit more at number two, Janet. Scrabble. Scrabble. Uh, classic. Cool. All-timer. Yep. Working the brain a little bit. And finally, no, I don't like that. In at, yeah, Violetta doesn't want her brain work. She just wants something easy. Shoots and ladders. In at number <laughs> one. Really, it says it all. What is it, Greg? The game of life. That's right. Oh. Playing the game yep. of life. Sometimes you end you up get with like married, 10 kids. You have kids. Yeah. Is like a that. Wheel of Fortune-like spinning yeah. thing on there? And you stuff the car with little pink or yes, blue pegs. Yes, and you yes, try yes. To okay. Ah, you guys know your game of life around here, yeah. don't you? Bringing back oh. memories. <laughs> well done, Greg. How's your morning going? So far, uh, same as yesterday. It's like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah. 
for a year. Yeah, welcome to your uh, last year. Headline. Company offers $1,000 to play cornhole. All right? Okay. Yeah. I like that. Everybody loves cornhole. It's a Chicago tradition, right? Oh, and yeah. yeah. Bags. A lawn care company is hiring an outdoor gaming enthusiast to play cornhole. The popular game involves tossing small bags of uh, corn into holes on a board. That's small it. Small bags of corn, basically, yeah. Yeah, that's My it up. True Green Lawn says the new employee will earn $1,000 and will fill out a worksheet detailing their experience. Now, why do I bring this up? Well, the year before the year before. You know, this past year, we didn't get a chance to really do anything because of the pandemic. Yeah. But the year prior to that, we had the first ever Eric in the Morning Cornhole Tournament. Yeah. Champions. That was a massive, massive success. Yeah, it was supposed to kick off summer. It was supposed to kick off a long-standing tradition because for many, many years, we had done uh, the Eric in the Morning golf outing. We decided, well, that's kind of run its course. You know, let's, let's do something everybody enjoys. Let's do something anybody can play. Let's do something that's really, you know, Chicago. It's played in alleys. It's played in parking lots. Let's cornhole it. Let's get a big trophy. Let's hand it out. Let's make it a yearly tradition. Well, then a little thing called coronavirus hit after the first successful year, and we've been sitting around on our hands this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So I bring in our good friend, Dr. Kevin Most, uh, the chief medical officer with Northwestern Medicine at Central DuPage Hospital. Hi there, Dr. Most. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, Good. So, you know, you and I have run into each other on the golf course before, but uh, the question now is, could we run into each other on the cornhole championship field? Do you think it's possible, Dr. Most, that this summer... The Eric in the Morning Cornhole Championship Tournament could return. Absolutely. All right. You just heard it. Oh uh, gosh, I got to start really? working on a band. <laughs> exactly. Oh, man. Not the answer. Yeah. yeah. Andy Grammer played the last one, I think, yeah, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was He's always a beautiful day. So this would fall under the category, correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Most, uh, as a completely safe activity, even more so now with where we stand with the infection rate and the vaccinations, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, theoretically, you could do it right now, right? You could still be six feet apart from each other while playing. I mean, distance-wise, you know, it shouldn't be an issue at all. But I think with vaccinations going up, and by this summer, you know, everyone's going to have a chance to get vaccinated. So, you know, you absolutely, you guys could certainly do this. Just watch, you know, baseball at 20%, I bet you it gets to 50% by, you know, middle of June. Right. And, uh... Now, I know you guys are talking about masks, not for another year. It would not surprise me if we can just get everybody vaccinated to a point where the people that are on the fence take the vaccine. Yeah, I think we could be losing masks in the late fall. Look at that. Wow. Look at that. Uh, what do you think? Uh, you know, that's all the optimistic stuff. Let me throw something at you. It's going to make you raise an eyebrow a little bit. But, yeah. you know, you know how my son goes down to school down there in Texas, and they are making the announcements down there. We are going back football, baby. 100,000 people in the stadiums. Life is returning to normal. Your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, when you look at the Texas, look at the Texas positivity rate versus us. We're under 3%. They're closer to 12%. You know, that's going to be a huge incubator. And I think you'll know your answer after spring break. Forget about fall football. You know, you'll know what happened here quickly. But again, that population is that young, healthy population. And those that aren't as healthy and have comorbidities, by the time we get to football season, will have the opportunity to be vaccinated. So, it's. Uh, I, I think they're kind of rolling the dice going early, but uh, look at all the states that are jumping on right now as well. Did I? Uh, do I have the numbers uh, correct? I thought I heard like uh, eighty thousand people on average being vaccinated daily here in the uh, Greater Chicagoland. I got to be off on that number, don't I? Am I off on that number? 
Yeah, I think you're off a little bit on that number, but I, I think probably the the bigger thing is going to be the capacity. Just All to right. put in perspective, we could do a thousand doses a day here at Central DuPage alone, oh, yeah, and yet we haven't gotten any new doses for the last couple of weeks. Oh wow! So wow. you know, uh, once we get the doses, you know, ramped up will be no problem. I mean, we here again here at CDH, we can do five thousand in a week. Uh, Multiply that by the hundreds of hospitals in the in the state, and you're going to see some big numbers. Well, there we go. Yeah. All right. All good news. But the important takeaway for this conversation is uh, we have your uh, seal of approval to go play cornhole. One hundred percent. All right. Yes! You heard it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Doctor Most. Have a good day. See how much that weight carries. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, much more than mine. <laughs> uh, Thank you, Doctor Most. Okay. Well, you heard it right there. You heard it right there. <laughs> oh, hang on. Sometimes it takes, see, it's my job to push because yeah. if I hadn't done that, Captain Hollywood and Big Carl would be like, well, I don't know, people get mad. Well, I don't know, it's weird. We got to probably wait till you're mad. All right, come on. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like, just like him. That imitation was, I, I don't yeah. even know. Spot on. Oh, I yeah. mean, in theory, Cornhole, you're, you should be six feet apart anyway, <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it's outdoors. It, it's just spreading apart. the teams. Did you hear the great news, Big Karwowski? Yeah, you got a doctor's note. We got a doctor's <laughs> note. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah. So okay. we need to be the ones. We need to be leaders in the clubhouse. We need to be out of the gate early. We need to get this thing going. The return of the Eric in the Morning Cornhole Tournament. Remember, our previous winners, it was supposed to be a traveling trophy. Yeah, and it stopped with them. Right. They're still in possession of it, so we're going to need to contact them, our winning team, and say, yeah. bring the trophy back. We'll We'll put it through a whole sanitation yeah, it, process. It needs yeah. to be sanitized. They started oh, yeah. drinking beer out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a little, little worried to see the condition that it's now in after two years. <laughs> I think we're totally safe to launch like a late June return of the Eric in the Morning Cornhole Tournament. Yeah, no, definitely. Did we call it Cornhole? I feel no, like you're bags. throwing me off. Bags. Yeah. Bags. Bags. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm just doing it for the purpose of this story. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. But, it's yeah. all the same game. Yeah. Bags. Yeah. Uh, do you feel like uh, that's something you can bring up in that uh, that Monday morning meeting when you start uh, having Voice Guy throw together some promos, get people excited, give uh, people something optimistic to look forward to an outdoor activity we can all enjoy together? Yeah, definitely. You know, I, I was on the phone with uh, some friends who um, run some of the street festivals mm. in, in the Chicago area, and they were actually thinking like mid-July – um, if all everything goes well, right? That yeah. we may That's see why we got to be late June back. so we can be first, right? Right out of the gate. And Early I don't know. July. I don't know. If bands will be traveling, so if if they aren't touring, I mean, Carwell can the big Carwellski be our entertainment? Who's going to be I the don't entertainment? Know one or no. two songs on the guitar. Cowboy no. Chris can do like no. funny no. funny songs. No, stop. No, aim high. <laughs> Lady guys are, you guys are already <laughs> shooting low. We've lived a year shooting low. No, I'm I'm going to predict the same. thing. Thing happens that the second you see movement, all of these bands, all of these performers are going to go. I got to get back on the road and earn a paycheck. For sure, I haven't yeah. done anything for a year. I'm ready, and they're going to be socially distanced as well. Even if it's not necessary by that point, they're going to be up on stage by themselves. So, yeah, we got to we got to find something. Eric, gotta... you've been so inspirational. Well, Aim you know... high, go for the stars. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's what it's, like every time we go to to Mexico, like why don't we, why do we need a band? We need a band. <laughs> Why don't we just go down there and sit with a microphone and tell stories? Because it's boring. We need a band. We We all agree. We we got to aim high. Aim high. Shoot for the moon. All right. Thank you, Big Karwowski. You're welcome. See you around. Yep. All right. That's good news. Oh, yeah.
All right, it's time to find out top three things trending on Twitter. Violetta's been keeping track of this all morning long over their social media desk. You ready, Violetta? Yes. All right, in at number three. The Twitter universe is still swirling over Meghan and Harry's interview with Oprah. Another interesting bit that came out yesterday was in the chicken coop, which you requested, Eric. You wanted more chicken talk? I do Mm -hmm. want more chicken talk. Um, uh, The couple ended up saying that they tied the knot three days prior to the big wedding we saw on TV. Mm -hmm. Meghan saying that the big spectacle was for the public, not really for us. So we wanted something in our backyard with the Archbishop. There you go. I wanted more chicken. Were the chickens at that wedding? They didn't spend much time. They were in the chicken coop, but they didn't spend much time talking about the history of the chickens. (laughs) Well, no, they did. They They did, but not much. I mean, it's like, ah, he loves them. That's it. (laughs) He wants a whole special just on the chickens. I just like, it's odd. How many people have that ornate and they're like... Ah, uh, Harry loves them. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then they're leaning against chicken stuff, talking about other things. Well, it's they strange. rescued them, and Megan made sure she put that in there. I just love rescuing things. There you go. All right. Trending on Twitter, number two. Uh, Mackenzie Scott, Jeff Bezos' ex-wife and the fourth richest woman in the world, has remarried a Seattle school teacher. From Somebody her- hit the jackpot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Barstool Sports tweeted out saying, uh, summer's off and billions of dollars, not a bad gig. He's actually a teacher at her kids' school in Seattle. Her and the uh, Amazon CEO divorced in 2019. How airtight is that prenup? No, probably. Air- <laughs> Tight. Hopefully very airtight. And trending on Twitter, number one. And now back to the former Royals. Many celebrities are coming out in support of Meghan after the bombshell interview. Gabrielle Union, Chrissy Teigen, even Hillary Clinton, Serena Williams, who's been noted to be her friend. Someone that is not being very supportive is Bethany Frankel, famous from the <laughs> Real Housewives. That <laughs> just makes me laugh. Yeah. She basically retweeted. How many people sit around and go, I wonder what Bethany Frankel thinks? <laughs> We should check. Yeah, she tweeted out and just basically said boohoo. Yeah, but then I thought she changed her mind after that, and now she's kind of backtracking, I think, a little Ma- bit. Maybe because uh, she's took being a little attacked. Right, yeah. Yeah, you can't take yeah. heat. Uh, Bethany Frankel. All right, a uh, big fight breaks out at uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, because this is what happens. Uh, people go to the mall and decide, okay, let's get into it with somebody. Yeah. It was Only- like five people. Oh, I know. It was a lot. Only one squatty how potty about, left. How about that second, uh, the second employee who came in with the flying headlock? Yes. I know. She's, I looked at that. I'm like, she's done this before. She knows her way around a fight. You always feel like, yeah, people like that, maybe they're just waiting for an opportunity. Oh, I got yep, to right. use this. Awesome. Whips anybody the apron listening, off. Yeah. Anybody listening who has a witness a fight break out in the strangest spot? Uh, hi there, Anthony. Where was the fight? So this was, uh, like I said, after my high school graduation ceremony, we are walking out at the ceremony in the parking lot. And I saw what two, I believe were two moms of parents or moms of students that had graduated duking it out in the parking lot. Really? So two women like, going up fists up, going at it. Yeah, it was insane. I was like, man, I have no idea. What could you possibly be fighting about on a high school graduation? Day? Really? But, yeah. yeah. Did you ever find out what it could be? Somebody got nope. to go first, went out of alphabetical order, screwed things up. I have no idea what it was about, but I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God. This is supposed to be a happy day, and here you guys yeah. are duking out your problems. But. That sounds like a long-standing feud might have boiled over. Probably. Yeah. Uh, the strange fight breaks out where, Christine? Um, I was a manager for um, a hotel, and we had a fight break out in the wed- at a wedding. Mm-hmm. The bride's brother was being inappropriate in the bathroom. Of course he was. <laughs> of course. Right. Which totally upset the groom. Right. So they started fighting. Tables 
teeth flipped, chair thrown, glasses broken. Right. Um, the gro- oh, yeah. The groom and the brother-in-law set the night in jail. I was going to say, cops had to be called Ooh. for sure, right? I had to. And so then um, I escorted the bride up to her honeymoon suite with smeared <laughs> mascara and a torn veil. Right. He, wow. She didn't expect you to be the one escorting her to her honeymoon yeah. suite. <laughs> And do we know if the cops were called uh, to the uh, Bed Bath & Beyond? How would you like to be that cop? Yeah. No, they <laughs> had to be fight called. Bed Bath & Beyond. Uh, the fight broke out where, Bridget? Um, Actually, in church, ironically. No. There's my church. There's my church we fight. Were, we were in line to go up for communion, and this girl tripped my sister, and uh. my mom said, are you going to take that? So when we got wow. to the back of the church, wow. total cat fight, hair pulling, Scratched my sister's face two days before her prom. It was awful. In communion line. <laughs> your mom <laughs> yeah. said to your sister, are you going to take that from her? Northside Irish, baby. What do you expect? <laughs> you got to defend yourself. Hey, you going to take that? I don't care if there's communion. <laughs> you got to settle this now. You can't let this thing fester. No. I don't want to come back here next week and relive this. We oh take care God. of this right now. That's uh, hilarious. Uh, the fight broke out where, Amy? Um... I was in the drive-thru at a Walgreens pharmacy, and three cars in front of me got mad at each other, I think, because one went before the other, uh-huh. and a fight bro- broke out in the Walgreens pharmacy drive-thru. People getting out, <laughs> swinging at each other? Yep. They were yelling at each other, swinging at each other, names being called. It was. I was just sitting there like, what the heck is going on? Right. <laughs> right. You just never know back out roll up the windows and turn the radio up loudly so you can't see it or hear it stay out of it bad dog bad champ the uh, biden's dogs the first dogs have been shipped back to the family home in wilmington delaware well because uh major uh, went after one of the uh one of the security detail and reportedly bit the security officer and they said all right that we're drawing the line here Right. You know, our dogs do all the biting, not yours. <laughs> yeah. 312-233-1019. Do you have a dog, Nikki? No. Cat? Uh, no, but I was going to say, I, I had a bird that only pooped outside of its cage, and my parents made oh. me give it away. Yeah, that's oh, a man. So that yeah, that's was, a problem. So that was a bad behavior. 312-233-1019. Uh, your dog, big trouble. Why, Courtney? Uh, we've been actually training him um, to stay out of the crate. So for two weeks, he was really good, no problems. Right. Came home one day, walked in, the floor is covered um, from my kitchen to my living room in torn up books and uh, DVDs. He went into full blackout. That dog uh, he did. went into full blackout. Yep, full blackout <laughs> destroyed the place. Yep. Yeah. And you look at the dog, and the dog's like, wasn't me? I don't know, I don't know what happened. Somebody broke in. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have any clue how all of this happened. Yeah. Uh, Ginny, the pet is in big trouble. Why? She ate my glasses. Ate your glasses. Dog mm. ate my glasses, too. Are they just I'm gone or Same chewing thing. them? Oh, no, no. Ate them. They oh. were gone. All that was left was the lenses. Right. <laughs> they were delicious. And I can't see without them. Right. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Right. Do you have to go to the vet for that? When that no, happens? I just, I, no, I did not go to the vet. I just kind of watched her. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she ate out. it. That's on her. Yep. Yep. Uh, dogs in big trouble, John. Good morning. Yes. My wife's uh, chihuahua, Abby, we put her in solitary confinement because she uh, refuses to let the shepherd eat out of her bowl. Really? So the shepherd will walk up and the chihuahua will look up at the shepherd and go, don't even try it. Don't even that, think about it. I that will chihuahua runs the house. Oh, yeah. 
And they will rip you limb from limb. Totally. You know what I've started to do, too, with the dog? I've also done this, because every time I eat, the dog sits right next to me and stares at me. Yeah. And I'll look at the dog, and we're, a staring contest happens. So I, I tried last night, put the food in the bowl, and then I sat down next to the ball and just stared at the dog as the dog ate. And what's he, okay. what do you do? He kept looking up at me like, <laughs> I'm like how do you like it? Yeah. Huh? How do you like it? That's funny. 312-233-1019. Dog's in big trouble. Hi, Bob. Hey, Eric. Yeah, you know, when we got our dog, we got her about three years old, and um, she had massive separation anxiety. We always had to leave her in a, in a crate when we left the house. Right, right. And one day, she somehow or another found a way to hop the crate over onto our oriental rug, pull the rug in through the bars of the cage. Oh Wait a minute, she hopped the crate over? The... She got the crate to move across the room? Yep, about six feet. Wow. Oh wow. And then she put her in like the circus. Pulling it in through the bars and just tearing p- patches out and, and swallowing them. Oh, man. You know, that's like a, a thing now. They keep talking about dogs with separation anxiety. It's going to get even worse with the pandemic opening right. back yeah, up. Right, totally. People go back, yeah. for sure. It's become the new catchphrase. You know, dogs of 10 years ago, you didn't hear so much about separation anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Now every dog has it, it seems like. Right. 312 Two three three one zero one nine. I thought about uh, the dog eating the couch. That rings true for you, right, Elizabeth? Yes. What happened? So my dog, he, we went out. We came home. He ate through the center seat of our couch. Ate through it. Whoa. Ate through it. He went from the cushion to the floor. All oh the way through. Whoa. Clean hole. Wow. Right through. Springs and all, man. It's actually kind of talented. Wow. Amazing. And finally, the dog. Oh, I think I lost you. Are you still there, Becca? Yeah. Uh, dog's in big trouble. Yeah, my uh, I have a little corgi, and I introduced him to my family over Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, and my uh, he ended up attacking basically my brother-in-law. Um, so obviously he was in trouble, but uh, kind of catch to the story is I'm not a huge fan of my brother-in-law. That so was I'm my next question. Bad. Were you kind of okay <laughs> with him biting the bo- brother-in-law? Um, honestly, like I was embarrassed, but you know, I'm not, I'm not mad. Yeah, to be honest. yeah. He right. had it coming, right? Yeah, you're more embarrassed yeah. than mad, for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's a corgi, though. That's a that's a British dog. It's kind of like uh, Queen has those. Yeah, the Queen has corgis. Yeah. Uh, Nikki, how long does it take you from the moment you lay down to f- till you're asleep? Seventeen minutes. Okay, Whip. What do you think? For you, how L- long does it like take? Like literally twenty seconds. You can be asleep in 20 seconds. Oh, yeah. that's so nice. I can do the same thing. So yeah. I think it's a gender thing. I really do. I think dudes fall asleep way faster. Yeah, I think it's more of an exhaustion thing. Oh, that too. Oh, because you're working so much harder. <laughs> no, nobody said that. I just said it. Just... No, Suddenly no, this turned I, I into an argument. I don't think anybody said that. <laughs> I just said I was exhausted. From this conversation. working too hard. From yeah. this conversation. Yeah. How long does it take you, Violetta? <laughs> An hour. No. Probably like 30 minutes. 30 minutes from the moment you lay down until you fall asleep? Yeah, I got to crack my back. got to crack my neck. got to check my phone one more time. got to check my alarm. I don't know. See, yeah, this is not you laying down falling asleep. This is you doing things before no, you I'm actually fall asleep. No, I'm in bed doing all those things. But and you're not I, trying I to fall asleep. I mean, once that stuff is done, like, then boom, right. sleep time. Phone is done. That eyes doesn't are closed. Count. Okay. You can't say I'm trying to fall asleep while I'm scrolling through Instagram. But I am trying to fall asleep. You when everything is put down and you put your head down to try to fall asleep? Uh, 15 minutes. All right. Uh, the average person, Jasmine, how long does it take? Seven minutes. That is exactly wow. correct. Seven minutes for the average person to fall asleep. Man, lucky ducky. Yeah. Lucky ducky. <laughs> it's been the weirdest thing for you guys. You really seriously guys have to get your own podcast. You do. I want to listen to it. The stuff that comes out. Lucky duckies. Didn't see that coming. Uh, seven minutes it is. Jasmine, does it take you seven minutes? 
It takes me like 40, probably close to like Violetta for 30 minutes. Well, you know, it takes me a while to fall asleep. I've got to, you know, stop cooking right. and then uh, put the phone down and uh, finish watching my show. And then, you know, it's like 40 minutes. I think it's harder for women to turn off their brains sometimes. Yeah. I really do. I yeah. think it's just because I'll hear my husband asleep in two seconds and I'm angry. Maybe that maybe it is a gender yeah. thing. You know what? It makes us lucky duckies. <laughs> uh, what do we have for Jasmine? Yeah, Drew, uh, the interview, 17.1 million people. Watch it on CBS. Those are the early figures they're working on, how many people might have uh, streamed it, et cetera, et cetera. If you're wondering uh, what that's on par with, the interview's performance is similar to an NBC Sunday night football rating. Oh. That's really good. Really good. Yeah. Really, really good. So, And the number's only going to go up. And you said that in Great Britain it aired on ITV last night and drew in... 11-plus million. All right. They have a much smaller population, though. The uh, Daily Mail fact-checkers were hard at work after the interview, disputing Meghan Markle's claim that she never Googled Prince Harry before joining the royal family. That did seem a little weird, right? Like, uh, Oprah's she's like, I, I knew nothing yeah. about him. I, just, I knew he was Prince, but I, didn't, I never really checked into him. We just, uh, come on. Yeah, I, and again, like I don't think Oprah was very interested in challenging them much. Right. Disputing Meghan Markle's claim she never Googled Prince Harry, uh, Meghan told Oprah, quote, I didn't do any research about uh, what that would mean. I never looked up my husband online. Meghan's comment differs from the claims in the couple's biography. The authors write, naturally, both participants in this blind date did their homework with a thorough thorough Google search. Harry, who scoped out Meghan on social media, was very interested. (laughs) You got to believe that was going on to some degree. Harry said he even started watching Suits. After they started dating to you know see what? what she was like in that. I don't mean to be overly controversial, but I did find something like kind of interesting. Not only, you know, Whip is saying that he feels as though Oprah gave him a free pass on a lot of stuff. And yeah, she did. But yeah. that's what happens in an interview. And then when they do an interview with the royal family, they'll get a free pass on stuff. But whatever. Uh, I thought it was odd that Meghan Markle talked about uh, the battles that she was going through, the, the struggles that she was having and the help that she needed. Mm-hmm. And that she uh, approached Harry about it and the royal family about it and uh, didn't receive any support. Right. I have that pretty accurate, right? That's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pretty close. But then when Harry was interviewed or asked about it, he said he never brought it up to the royal family. And when Oprah pressed him on it, he said, well, he felt ashamed at the time of it. Which, you know, is a, is a difficult choice of words. But I'm surprised that... That isn't being talked about more. I have heard virtually nothing about that part of it. I would have thought somebody would have been called on the carpet about that. Yeah. But it, it hasn't really happened, I to think, my knowledge. I think the, the what Harry was holding back from saying, and this is just my interpretation, is that maybe his brother's wife didn't have an issue and his wife was having an issue and he didn't want them to be compared. Like, one can keep up and one can't. I didn't get that at all. Oh, that's what I right. Or just he just didn't want to make her appear yeah. weak. Right. I, think they, I mean, in, in but, his mind, he was like, why again, open the door? I just want to stop right there because I don't want to even try to interpret what he's saying. Oh. Right. That's his business. And I'm just saying I'm surprised that isn't being talked Talk, about Yeah, right, more. right, right, right. Like people going, okay, what happened there? Yeah. Versus, you know, their interpretation. Only they can tell you right. what their interpretation is. And then uh, finally, on the whole thing, the New York Post says uh, Megan and Harry's neighbor is now selling their home for $22.5 million. Oh, that's a deal. The home is located next door to the couple, has seven bedrooms, 13 bathrooms, citrus trees, a creek, a <laughs> pool, a gym, security offices, a culinary arts kitchen, and a subterranean auto gallery. Oh, that seals it. 
Other neighbors, of course, include Oprah, as we knew, <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, crazy lady, and <laughs> Ellen, all living in the neighborhood. Hmm. That is an interesting street right there. That is a very yeah. interesting street. That's now like is, where, that, that's basically like American royalty. Sure. You just name you just mentioned their neighborhood. That's American royalty. Um, is Tyler Perry still providing the security? I I hadn't heard that before. Yeah, that was some new information. Yeah. He let them stay at his house and provided them security. Yeah, is that still going on? Do you know? I didn't think so. That was the one thing I would I thought more people would be talking about was security came up the entire right. interview. It was like right. constant mention right. of security. Right. There's a lot of little elements that seem to have just kind of floated away. And why would they take it from him? That was the thing, the other one. Why would he lose it, like you said the I other day? They're, they're being sending a message. What? <laughs> I think that's what they're doing. Yeah. That's exactly why. Oh, really? You don't want to be a part of us? Okay, well, then you don't get to have everything that you get to have when you are a part of us. Yeah. Good, good luck. Be safe. Seems fair to me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Violetta's trying to justify this by all the uh, texts that are coming in, and by all, I mean three. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's there's, what's... there's literally three. You were frantically working on something over there, and I couldn't figure out what it was. So that's that's it. Eight one five. I always read the last couple pages of a book. Eight four seven. I also do that. It's a left-handed thing, huh? I don't know if that's what? true. I'm left-handed though. A left-handed thing. Uh, seven seven three. I like reading the last page too. I don't even know why I do it. Mm. Uh, the strange routine, Kelly. It's not you. It's your mom. Yeah, my mom. She likes to watch the last episode of a TV show to determine if she wants to go back and watch the whole series. I kind of like that. I think that sounds insane. Like, I think she should be evaluated. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because series enters. I tell her no. Bad. I tell her don't do it. It ruins the whole You've... series and she doesn't understand, but she still does it anyway. Killed the cliffhanger. No, but getting there is fun. Mm-mm. Yeah. Getting there is fun because you don't know how it's going to end. That's why it's fun. Do you forget what happened at the end Mm-mm. during the journey? Mm-mm. Like the Bachelor. By the way, a uh, Whip's Bachelor review coming. That's back right. Oh my God! Yeah. Hi Sue. <laughs> Hello Sue. Hello. Hi Sue. Hi Sue. That's the reason I called you Sue. <laughs> Go ahead, Sue. Um, the weird thing I do is when I'm chopping or or cutting, slicing things to make like a salad. Right. I I count every slice. Oh my God. I don't know why I do it. What? My two, kids three, are four, like five. So if you chop a yes. cucumber, you know exactly how many cucumber slices you have. Yes, I, I will do that. And then I'm chopping the tomato, and, and the same thing. I have to cut if I'm slicing an onion. I, I count the number of slices. My do you need odds even go, and evens? Or is there something like no, obsessive-compulsive no. that you have to do? Well, I think I, I might be a little OCD. I think. But, you know, and my, my kids sometimes, because I count in my head. I don't count out loud. Right. I'll be making the salad, and they'll go, Mom, are you counting? Right. And then we are like, and quiet, go, I'm counting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then we laugh. <laughs> and then we laugh. That's great. Hey, that is you know really what? Funny. And there's something else that's not necessarily along those lines, but it's weird things like that women do, maybe not all, but some that I don't think there's a man alive does. I was talking with somebody who before she goes out, like if she's going out, yeah. you know, going out, going out, she'll select like three different things to wear, put them on each of them, and take pictures in the mirror of all three. And then evaluate from the pictures what she's going to wear out. Instead of just looking, like... In, Instead right. of, I don't know, like, guys, we just go in the closet and go, all right, that, 
and that shirt pants boom mm-hmm. let's go mm-hmm. it but for her it's a it's a full fashion process involving pictures evaluation of uh, outfits yeah. mix and matching the new sets of pictures well and then sometimes you send those pictures to your friends your sister and you're like hey There's so which one a whole another level you send yeah. it to get a third party <laughs> review of the pictures no no, no. Nope. No, That's not at all. Craziness. Well, I don't remember what going out is like, but if I did, I don't remember doing that. So I, I'm more the dude camp. Tidbit Tuesday is <laughs> George Clooney says his wife Amal is watching ER and his character is getting him into a lot of trouble. Oh, oh yeah. I loved She's, him on ER. Yeah. What was his character's name again? Not Mr. Green. Doctor um, what's his Doctor what's his face? Yeah, yeah. Heartthrob, Doctor Heartthrob. Was it? Yeah, I Doctor Doug Ross. There you go. Uh, the Queen's Gambit is being developed for a stage musical. No, 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 oh. no, no. Yep, yep, it is, and it was part of trending on Twitter, and now it's not. Oh, I was wondering <laughs> why uh, that was bothering you. Yeah. Tom Brady says his niece, who is a UCLA softball player, is the most dominant athlete in the family. Oh. Be on the lookout for his niece, Maya, a softball player at US, UCLA and a redshirt sophomore, already at work putting together a highlight reel for the team. That's nice. Uh, you know, we talked about smell what the rock is cooking. Can you smell what Tom Hanks is cooking? Uh, there's a story about that time Paul Bettany punched Tom Hanks so hard that he caused him to fart while filming a scene. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where one one? What movie? <laughs> what I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I just love that, uh, that whole headline. <laughs> Paul Bettany t- uh, punches Tom Hanks so hard he farted while filming a scene. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> He just let him have it right yeah. there. Uh-huh. In the Da Vinci Code. In the oh. Da Vinci Code. Oh, yeah. Got it. I don't know. I don't remember that movie. I remember the movie, but I don't remember ever really watching it. I didn't know Paul Bettany was in it. He's in, yeah, he, he doesn't wear clothes in a lot of it. I had to grab him, and I punch him in the stomach, and it's a very quiet set. <laughs> there's always more quiet when there's a stunt going on because you're worried somebody's going to get hurt. So everybody's listening, and I punch him in the stomach, and he farts really, really, really loudly. <laughs> Another reason to love Tom Hanks, America. <laughs> this is one of my favorite stories. That's great. I love that story so much. Uh, well, since we're on the uh, topic, a uh, woman calls police about snake and toilet turns out to be poo. Oh, no. <laughs> That's what the headline says. No. The headline says it. There's a snake in the toilet. She called the cops. Oh, no. They're like, nah, that's poo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, I guess you're happy. It's not serious. You don't have to deal with the snake. <laughs> but you're kind of bummed you got called out for that. In the Czech Republic, police officers hurried to tackle a supposed snake in a toilet. In the Czech town of Milovis, what they discovered wasn't any kind of living animal, and they quickly eliminated it with just the flush of a button. They called easy. it impressive before uh, they flushed so snake, it. snake. That, that's, yeah, that's a poo. <laughs> that's a poo. Company creates self-cleaning underwear. What is that? What does that even mean? I figured since we're on the theme. This is a trend. Oddity Central says a Minnesota company called Herkleon has created a line of self-cleaning underwear that can be worn for weeks without smelling. (laughs) The underwear is made from Herk fiber, which destroys bacteria and stays clean without needing a wash. So if, I mean, you're uber, uber, uber lazy, this could be something you might want to consider for your underwear. Self-cleaning underwear. And something to make Mm-mm. Whip happy as we get ready to wrap up Tidbit Tuesday. I was happy with the Tom Hanks got punched so hard he farted story. <laughs> Here's one for Whip. Okay. Disneyland can officially open April 1st, Whip. 
Well, I think it's only to California residents, but it's Why a start. Why do you have to rain on the story? <laughs> I'm not raining. It's still opening, I'm isn't it? I'm excited for the Well, Eric, California actually, that's residents. not good for anybody but the people from California. You know what's going on in California. Why do you have to be Debbie Downer? That's no, just no. who he is. I can't make it in there myself it is what I'm saying, but that is good of, for them. But it's the kind of story as a guy who loves Disney, I thought you would go, yes. <laughs> no, that's great. sign of great things to come. It's great things to so come. Tom Hanks farting. I was just going to say, go back to Tom Hanks farting, Eric. You know, Disneyland can Take open April first. Yes, Eric, but it's not good news. No, it's what? great news just for only a limited number of people. What the hell does a guy have to do with him to get him positive about this pandemic? Someone is going to get punched until they fart over here yes. if we don't get this together. It's Disneyland. Let's find out what's trending on Twitter, what everyone is talking about. Topics of the morning. We do a check at 7 o'clock, then an update at 9.30. Here is Violetta at the social media desk with number three. The Justice League was accidentally leaked on HBO Max for about an hour. When people were signing in to watch Tom and Jerry, they actually <laughs> got to see the new Justice League. It was a glitch, obviously. HBO took it down very quickly. Nikki's uh, nodding like she saw it. Nick, no, I'm not. She, she sees everything. everything. I watched, well, okay, yes. Were you I part read of the glitch? I read about this, though, and it's it's the new like director cut one that's supposed to be really good. Well, and they wow. read about the glitch. Yeah. Imagine though sitting with your family and you're like, let's put on Tom and Jerry. <laughs> There's <Yeah>. Batman cursing. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know. So the actual, so they took it down and the actual release date is going to be March 18th. All so right. now everybody has to wait until then. Very good. Trending on Twitter number two. Because you stole my queen's gambit trending mm-hmm. story. Yes, now we're yes. going to go into the science section. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a space hurricane was spotted above the Earth for the first time ever. The swirling mass of plasma was as large as the distance between New York and Detroit, and it rained down electrons instead of water, but very similar to hurricanes we see here on Earth. Uh, very interesting. A lot of science and trending on Twitter, <laughs> number one. Um, originally, my transition was from the queen's gambit <laughs> to the real queen and royal mm-hmm. drama, but right. I can't do that anymore. Um, right. Megan and Harry's interview with Oprah is still the talk of the world. Um, after airing on Sunday night, uh, Pierce Morgan is also trending right now. He's drawing a lot of criticism about his comments on Megan, the interview, and just constant, you know, attacks. And he loves nothing more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Nothing makes him happier. Yeah. All right. And uh, any more updates? 17 million watched it here in the States. 11 plus million watched it in Great Britain. And the numbers continue to grow up. Uh, that seems to be the case. Yeah, we'll get, like, final numbers in the U.S. later, which should be uh, bigger than that. All yeah. right, thank you. Again, minding my own business. Spinning around. Stopped on ABC. Just in time for a huge dramatic moment between Matt and his dad. Oh. Where they had, like, this big dad confrontation, you were never there for me, dad, conversation. Oh, yeah. Well, wow. And I can never devote myself to a woman because you were never devoted to mom conversation. And I felt oh. like I wandered into the wrong therapy office. Yeah. Like, I opened the door and I went, oh, geez, wrong room, sorry, <laughs> and closed the door. Like, I had no business listening to that conversation. Yeah. Oh, was that awkward? It was uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. I, I, you almost wonder, like, uh, if the dad was kind of like, uh, so why did I agree to do well, this? Again? You can tell he got <laughs> blindsided. Right. This is TV we're on. Because he even stuff. said, hey, I thought I was here to yeah. celebrate you being right. and, and not to be uh, ambushed uh, for being the worst father in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe uh, you'd want to talk to him about that off camera. Ah, good camera stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just a part of last night's uh, Bachelor, but uh, that's enough of that. We yeah. can cram the rest of it into 30 seconds and 30 seconds only. We make Whip Watch all two hours. And condense it down, compact it down to 30 seconds. Are you ready? 
Yes, and thank God you didn't talk about what I thought you would, because then this would have been ruined, but it's not ruined. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I would hate to ruin it. Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Go. Matt and Michelle go to a traditional Pennsylvania Dutch day spa where they take off all their clothes except for their underwear. Then they oh. stick their feet in some oatmeal that sounds disgusting. In fact, Matt says that does not sound good, but it does smell good, though. But I am not tasting it. Then they rub sticks okay. of butter all over <laughs> nice. each other's bodies. And I mean all over. Then. And then they make out in a bathtub full of milk. Uh-huh. Then after the commercial, there's a promo which says, Five. now casting eligible senior gentlemen looking for ah! love, which means it's time for old Two. guy bachelor at uh. I definitely tuned in at the wrong time. You sure did. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.